Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the NFL Draft Bible Spotlight Show. Connecting players with football industry professionals since 2002. It's what we do. Welcome, everyone, to this NFL Draft Bible Spotlight Edition. I have an exciting one today, one that I am really, really happy about. Ryan Roberts here, Rising Draft, again, with NFL Draft Bible. Please check out the website. The Draft Bible just came out for the 2020 NFL Draft. Uh, really happy with, with the product. Over 600 scouting reports, over 180 interviews. Please check out that product if you haven't already. It's not the it's not the NFL Draft if you don't have the Draft Bible on your side. I have with me a young man that whether it's next year, the year after, it's going to be a guy in draft world that you're going to get a really, uh, uh, you know, a big, a big, uh, big opinion on. He's going to be a future NFL player. I'm talking with Missouri linebacker Nick Bolton, who in this past season, 2019, 107 tackles, seven and a half tackles to loss, a sack, two interceptions, ten pass breakups, and a dynamic breakout sophomore year. Nick, inviting you to the show, man. Really appreciate it again. I, I'm just really happy that you were able to take some time today. Oh, yeah, thank you for having me on the show. Absolutely, man. And, you know, I kind of went into some of the uh, the accolades you were able to pick up this past this past season, obviously. Big breakout year. You played a, a decent amount as a freshman as well, but obviously the sophomore campaign was one to remember. Take me into this past season for you, man. How were you able to, to just have that, that breakthrough year and just some of the individual success you were able to have? Uh, we can start first start with Kale. Uh, everybody knows the type of Kale uh, uh, season Kale was having before he uh, George Peck, and so just having him throughout fall camp, uh, throughout the spring, he kind of helped me learn the in and outs. Picked up on tendencies. Then we also when he went down. Uh, it was constant communication with him, uh, just teaching me throughout the game. I, that's how I kind of progressed my game, along with just just trying to find my own, trying to come into my own uh, throughout the season. Uh, just working hard, uh, staying focused, uh, trying to be the best player I could be for our football team, and ultimately trying to uh, help us win football games. Absolutely. And I wanted to kind of take it back to, you know, just why you came to Missouri for a second, because you are obviously out of Lone Star High School originally in Texas. What was it for you, Nick, about Missouri that made it feel like home? Why did they stand out amongst, I'm sure, a, a bevy of other schools that were after you? Uh, so I'm going to take you through a little of uh, my story. Uh, I was from the University of Washington uh, my, jun- my junior season and uh, I taught my junior spring and then uh, they dropped me. Uh, so I had to go find another home. Uh, it was difficult. Uh, I had a couple of group fives uh, toward the end of recruitment because I was kind of undersized. Uh, I had a lot of coaches in the SEC said I wasn't big enough to play in the SEC. Um, Missouri came on two weeks before signing day uh, in February. Uh, they, two, they offered me two weeks before. I took official a week before signing day and ended up signing the week after. And so it was just kind of up and down through my recruitment process. But um, just I'm glad to be here. I'm glad they gave me a chance to play uh, in the SEC. And also when I went to Mizzou, uh, my, the linebacker that played above me the year before, Therese, he was my host. Uh, he just kind of made it feel like a family atmosphere uh, there. Uh, I fell in love with, with just being being in Columbia, uh, being around those coaches, being around those players. Uh, everybody uh, just welcomed me in, welcomed my arms, and uh, I'm just excited to be there, and I, it's my home. Mm-hmm. And, and I know you mentioned, obviously, playing in the SEC a little bit. That's, I mean, that is the 
the highest level that you could potentially play on in the college level. You know, there's no better conference, at least in my opinion, and I'm sure in yours as well as the SEC. What's it like, man, being able on a week-to-week basis playing against some of the best players in college football in the best conference in college football? I mean, it's just it's a blessing. Uh, you're going to play against NFL talent week in and week out. Uh, I don't think there's a game that I played in the SEC that's not one or two guys that you're going to see playing on Sundays. And so just having that, that ability to play with those type of guys and compete at a high level week in and week out, I mean, it prepares anybody for the next level. And so, again, just a blessing to be in this conference, best to be with the, the players I play against. And I just think I'll bring out the best of you in every game you got. And you already mentioned a little bit about, you know, Missouri, Columbia being a special place for you. Uh, you know, you mentioned how comfortable people around you have made it. Take me in a little bit, Nick, and suggest a game day atmosphere. What's it like in your home stadium? How how uh, crazy does it get out there? I mean, our fans, especially we love the probably the Ole Miss, probably the loudest we had. Homecoming, uh, homecoming originally originated in Missouri, so the crowd was wild there. Uh, everybody's packed in. We had people sitting on, on by the Rock Room. Uh, stands uh, was filled on both sides, and just just a, a nice little atmosphere for you to play in. Uh, I mean, it doesn't get too crazy out there fan-wise, uh, but uh, Tiger Walk, uh, walk through Tiger Walk, uh, families and friends of uh, the band, then you go on transition and go into to the bottom of the stadium, uh, walk out, do your little pregame warm-up. Uh, I don't really talk much in pregame. I just have my headphones on, listen to music, uh, trying to be zoned in for the game, and then you walk out, you smell the popcorn, fans going crazy. Uh, you know what time it is. Mm-hmm. And I know, obviously, this the six and six record this past season. I'm sure you guys had a lot higher expectations, but when you really dive into the results, you had three losses by one score or less. I mean, a couple plays here and there, potentially, obviously, a much more successful season, nine wins maybe, you know, for a obviously a much um, better result for you. What is it? What is the next step for you guys? Because I know there are steps that are going to be in the right direction. I know you have a new um, head coach, obviously, coming in. What has kind of been the feeling around the program to take that the program to the next step and to make take it to a higher level? Uh, obviously, yeah, the six wins uh, wasn't where I, where I wanted to be, where we wanted to be as, as a team. And so uh, we ultimately came to the decision that we weren't working hard enough. And so uh, we came back in uh, in the, over Christmas break. Everybody re- uh, relocated, uh, refocused, uh, locked in. Uh, we came back to work and we came back up here. And then with the locker room wise, we're feeling great. Uh, Coach Drinkers was doing a great job. I created a great staff for us. Uh, our DC didn't change, so our defense is basically the same. So we hit the ground running on, the, on our side of the ball. Uh, we had we were top fifteen defense last year. Uh, easily could have been top ten, top seven. And so our focus is trying to be top top three this year. Uh, nothing less on our side of the ball. Uh, offense is going to do their thing as well. Uh, we just have Spurs. We struggled on offense a little bit throughout the season, but I expect that to change. Yeah, and and that's a really great point. Is Obviously, Coach Drinkwitz coming in. He has, you know, a really nice resume coming in. I'm sure there's a lot of excitement around the program. But bringing back Coach Walters is obviously huge for not only the players, but like you said, it was a it was a successful year for defense. And obviously, the arrow continues to point up. How happy were you just being a defensive player, knowing that Coach Walters was coming back and being able to use you know similar terminology and keep that kind of in place for you? Oh uh, yeah, Coach Walters like a, a, a father figure. Uh, to me, uh, in terms of like foot, in terms of football, uh, IQs out the roof. Uh, just grew on that side of the ball. So um, having him coming back, uh, we hit the ground running. Uh, we constant communication, going back, trying to go over film, trying to change little things. Uh, we went through film, all the games I played, and even though the accolades speak for themselves, but I feel like I left a lot of stuff on the field. I feel like I, I just scratched the surface on what I could do. So his expectations are through the roof for me. Uh, same for him, for me. Uh, we just got a, a relationship like that. We're gonna try to bring the best out of each other each and every day. 
and I know obviously each coach has their own uh, philosophy and usually, you know, coaches kind of bring a moniker or a slogan with them. Is there anything, you know, during your time, obviously with, with everything with the pandemic, I know some things have been cut short, but has there been something from coach Drinkwitz that is kind of stuck with you as kind of the slogan or the, uh, the moniker for this team? Uh, control what you can control uh, all aspects uh, of, of life. Uh, you only can you only can be in one place having one thing at one time. And right now we're not at school right now. Uh, we're not playing football, so it's about family right now. Uh, then when we get back to the fall and uh, get back in there in the fall, start working again. It's gonna be about football and about school again. And so just focus on what you can control. Uh, each aspect of life. Uh, you can't be focused on multiple things trying to do multiple things at once. Uh, if you do, you're gonna uh, suffer on one aspect of it. And so just locking in, saying focus on on what you can control. Uh, right now. Uh, uh, we got workout plans and stuff like that, working out at home, but it's all about family right now. And uh, that's why uh, Coach Drinkwitz has been so successful. Uh, he knows how to uh, communicate with his guys, uh, be relatable, and all and all types of things. Yeah, and I know obviously you mentioned you know, back home for the time being. I know it's crazy times for you, Nick. I know, I'm sure you're doing the best you can to be able to you know, continue the process, to continue to get better. How is the health for you, man, the family? How's everything over there in Texas? Uh, everything's good over here. I'm just kind of stay, I just stay inside the house. Uh, uh, most people don't know. My mom had bre- uh, breast cancer. My sister had brain cancer. Uh, my sister had chemo and stuff. So just stay inside the house because I don't want her to get sick because uh, our immune system is not going to be as good as everybody else's. And so I just stay inside the house uh, working out by myself. Uh, I went and brought some weights. Got some a weight room downstairs. Uh, I've been working out and training in and then just running on the football field by myself. Just trying to stay away from everybody. Just keep distance and stuff just so I can keep all my people safe. Yeah, absolutely, man. And obviously you have, you know, some, some, um, some, some family members there that you, I'm sure you're taking a great care of. And it's a, it's a time where we all need to kind of stick together. So I, I, it sounds like you're doing a wonderful job for, for you, Nick, when I was watching your film, there was a player that came to my mind when I was breaking you down. I broke down four games from last season and uh, I want to kind of just get your, um, your reaction to it real quick. Uh, so if you remember, he was, he was a really good player. Uh, when Luke Keekley came in with the Carolina Panthers, John Beeson just popped into my head for whatever reason. Uh, obviously great Miami hurricane, really, really good football player for the, for the Panthers reaction to me comparing you to John Beeson potentially. Oh uh, yeah. John Beeson was a, a hell of a football player. I call Miami, a uh, high energy guy. I always found him around the field, around the ball, uh, just playing with a high motor. And so it's just a blessing to be even to be compared with, uh, with, with a great coming from Miami. Everybody knows how Miami football uh, has been, will be, and continue to be. So that brand of football, uh, they play in Miami. So just a blessing to be compared to them. Absolutely, man. And if I had to ask you, Nick, are there some players past, present, um, that you kind of model your game after that maybe you watch a lot of film on or at least on Sundays? Uh, I've watched – uh, well, in college football, uh, I watched two guys critically uh, every every step. Uh, it was it was Jalen Smith while he was in Notre Dame, and uh, Shaq Thompson uh, while at the University of Washington. And so I kind of modeled my game a little bit after those two guys. Uh, uh, mainly uh, growing up, just trying to find. I I dissected all their college film. I went back and watched uh, NFL games uh, from Jalen Smith playing at the Cowboys because he's, he's here down. He's in close close to me. So. Just being uh, because the stars in Frisco as well, so he's not uh, far. Just was watching film about him, and then also Chad Thompson, University of Washington. That was my dream school uh, coming out of high school, so it makes sense. Um, so I was just watching, uh, watching him every aspect of how he played, just how he was able to uh, make turnovers, make big plays, uh, just be all, all around the film all the time. And so I just kind of looked at that, examined that uh, critically, and I try to add that to my game as well. 
Yeah, and, and the couple guys you obviously mentioned, are, they're very versatile players. They do a lot of great things against the run, the pass. Obviously, Shaq was in safety when he first got to Washington, moved to linebacker, kind of a hybrid player, and it's turned into an excellent player for the Panthers as well. Jalen, I'm a big Notre Dame supporter, so he's been he's been doing great things since he was in his Notre Dame game days, being able to be a threat in the run and pass game. For you, Nick, I, I, obviously the 107 tackles, 10 pass breakups is a great number. You obviously have been able to do great things in both the run and pass. Talk to me a little bit about what your versatility is and how you are able to affect the game on different levels. Uh, yeah, uh, coming to some of the campus, I, I told all the coaches that my main attribute of uh, playing man-to-man coverage, I like to play man-to-man, uh, just me and you, uh, just focus on just – I just – I don't know. I enjoy playing man to man. I don't know how to explain it, uh, but just, just I like playing pass. I like playing the run as well. Uh, just being able to just play multiple different efforts of the game makes the defense a little bit more difficult to to, to see. Uh, just making a lot of things look alike and stuff like that. Again, that's a testament to Coach Walk and what he's able to do. But um, just I just like uh, being able to be physical in the run game, stop the run, force the pass, and uh, we get them in third and long. Uh, that's money down for us on defense and just being the uh, nickel backer. As one linebacker on the defense uh, on third down, just playing man-to-man coverage, playing the hole, uh, reading the quarterback's eyes, uh, stuff like that. That's that's the, uh, my favorite down in football. And, and what are a couple things now? Obviously, you're doing the best you can with, with the situation, but what are some things just from a technical standpoint, from a physical standpoint, what are the big emphasis for you this offseason to improve? Uh, this offseason, I wanted to get a little bit more in shape. Uh, I was not bad in shape last season, but I feel like I could have been better just trimming down my body fat percentage. Uh, I got it down right now to uh, around 10%. And so just trying to lean up a little bit, uh, get a little bit stronger as well, uh, more explosive. Um, also, doing finish finish plays. Um, I had I had 10 pass breakups. 12 of them should have been interceptions for touchdowns. Drop one versus Florida and drop an uh, easy pick six versus Florida. Um, on third down, uh, man man free, read the quarterback's eyes, low hole. I read it on slant, just dropped it. And then a tip ball as a walk in the end zone the last game of the season versus Arkansas. So just being able to finish plays, uh, again, I had great stats, uh, but I easily could have been better. I feel like I left, left a lot of stuff on the field. Uh, I think I have 20-something missed tackles. I'm trying to cut that down uh, uh, to, to five, seven, four a year. And so that's the expectations I have for myself. That's the expectations while I put in front of me and our longest coach, DJ, uh, the new coach we got in from Appalachian State, uh, just trying to uh, bring the best out of myself, uh, just trying to uh, – all the little errors, clean up everything, false steps, uh, first step uh, needs to be downhill, just simple stuff like that. Uh, the good DJ's trying to uh, bring my game to the next level. And, and you mentioned Kale, obviously, before. Uh, DeMarcus, obviously, was a really nice player. Jordan Elliott, <clears throat> really nice defensive tackle, obviously, all in the 2020 NFL draft this year. For for you now, who are some guys defensively specifically that we should really be focusing on? Who are kind of the next wave guys that you're really hoping take that next step and guys that we should be keeping an eye on? Uh, we got uh, our defensive tackle, Kobe Whiteside. Uh, he's a little undersized guy, but he's he's a leading uh, leading uh, defensive player uh, with sacks coming back. Uh, I expect him to have another breakout season. Uh, he's, he's a hard worker, always uh, focused in, never gets in trouble, always doing the right things on and off the field. And so I, I expect him, nothing less, to have another breakout season. And also, uh, you got two safeties. Uh, Bled, Bled uh, played good for us. Uh, he had the hardest position in the football field, just playing man in the slot a lot. Uh, it's, it's a lot of field to play. Uh, I feel like he's going to come back and have an even better season than he did this year. And also, we got a post safety, uh, Tyree, uh, very athletic guy. Uh, that can, can play sideline to sideline from the middle of the field. Uh, a four-three guy, forty-four-inch vertical guy. I've seen it in my own eyes, so I just know that I just feel like he's going to have a breakout season. 
Awesome, man. And I, I look forward to catching a couple of those guys out this year. I, I know the 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 um the standards I know are going to be really high for you guys. You mentioned a little bit six and six was not what you wanted to do for 2020, Nick, for you individually, team wise, what are some of the goals that you want to accomplish? Uh my most twenty uh twenty twenty. Uh, uh I would say I want to win the Buckets Award. Uh, that's big. I don't think anybody in Missouri has done that. Uh, first team All American as well, and also besides eventual accolades, I want to win football games uh, for our fans, for our community, uh, for our coaching staff, for our players, our seniors. Uh, I don't want to send the seniors out the same way I did uh, this year, um, six and six, uh, losing the last game at home. Uh, it's a bitter, it's a bitter feeling for being a senior at the University of Missouri. So that's my main goal: just trying to trying to win football games for us, give us a chance to play in the SEC championship game. Uh, hopefully, win the SEC championship game and get us to a, a nice bowl game, compete for championships here. Mm-hmm. And kind of the last question for you, Nick. I know you're a guy that I already put a you know on my watch list for next year. I know you're only going into your junior season, so you might still have two years. But whether it's 2021 or 2022, what would the opportunity for you to play co- uh, professional football mean for you? I know I know it's probably a, a dream that you've had for a long time. I mean, it means uh, a lot to me. Uh, for life for me, my family, uh, just trying to uh, change generations of life. Uh, not just about money, uh, just giving people hope. Uh, I'm originally from East Texas, uh, Edgewood, Texas. Not a lot of people leave uh, East Texas or even have big dreams, operations of just just playing in the NFL, playing in MLB, playing uh, in the NBA, just playing professional sports in, in general. And so, just giving people hope. Uh, if I do it, they could do it. Uh, type of deal. Uh, I got younger siblings as well. Uh, just trying to give them uh, again a piece of hope. Uh, that if I can do it, they can do it. Anybody can make it. It's just about hard work, determination, and just coming in day in and day out, uh, just trying to better yourself uh, socially, uh, on the field, in this classroom. Uh, I also work very hard in the classroom, and that's the expectation I have for myself as well. So just trying to give, to give them hope, give them an opportunity uh, to live out their dreams as well, uh, through mine as well. All right, well, well again, that's going to end this here with Mr. Nick Bolton, linebacker from the University of Missouri. Big things ahead for him in the SEC, Missouri football, and potentially in the NFL draft eventually. So, Nick, again, man, we want to thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking some time, man. I hope you're the best health-wise, family-wise, and I look forward to watching you this fall. All right, thank you. Thank you for having me. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.